so yeah, welcome back everyone. I'm recording now. Um This is session one. Oh you know what? I just realized something I'm missing. My recording is time and date. Let me add that in real fast. Or date and session number, rather. I always have that on the recording. Let's see. Date. Date is 09.29. Is session. is all set up right. Yeah, it looks good. That time update on my other OBS screens fast. Bada bing. Um So yeah, let's go over a couple things we weren't able to complete last time and then we'll jump in. is going to go real slow while I'm recording. Um, I just want to fill in a few names. Some people I asked for names last time and you didn't have them yet, which is totally okay. Doesn't like to record? No, I usually do this on my big desktop. My, my laptop's really on its last legs. My mouse has lag in it. Awful. Alright, uh, looks like Luann, I have a blank space for you. Born into a rich goldboard family of fur traders and married uh, up into a highborn family to a noble named. Did you say his name was Kevin? No, that's Kevin's your no contact. Um, for the rather did I already give you a name? Because I've got some stuff. No, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. What was the name of the noble you married? Um, I have Count Alexander Deliceps. Like it? Okay. Can you um? You want me to pay it, put it somewhere? Yeah, in the roll twenty. Uh, chat. You look in roll 20, you have some icons uh, on the top right. One of them's like a little chat bubble. 
pulls up a chat screen if you don't have that open. Is it in the general chat? Not in Discord, oh. but actually in Roll20. Oh, in Roll20. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My bad. That's all right. In your browser. Uh, there you go. Alexander Phillips. Nice. That was the only name we really needed to fill in. His grandfather was a duke. We kind of talked about that. The pistol was nicknamed Martin, maybe after his grandfather, so he was Duke Martin Deliceps. I'm assuming. Um. Well. Or was it not named yeah. after his grandpa? That was just the name of the gun. <clears throat> Well, I don't think they have Aston Martins in this land, but that's the joke. I see. So it can be after the grandfather. All right, Alvaro, we didn't come up with a name for your daughter. No, we did not. Um, how about... I feel like Alvaro was raised very Tridian house, so I feel like he probably has a Tridian name. I, I'm equating Tridia with like Spain okay. a lot. Yeah. Uh, like Spain, Italy. Um, what about like Isadora? Oh, I like that. That's good. Okay. What other blanks I have to fill in in my thing here? Not many more, I don't think. Might be it. No, wait, I thought. Maybe Saja had a name we were waiting to fill in, too. That's what I was going to say. Didn't I make up a person to my ally or rival? Malil was the name you came up for that one. Oh, great. Then I'm golden. Julie, you're a little quiet for me. Here. It's because I'm far away because I'm running to get a pantsless baby. <laughs> All right, I think that was it for the names for now. Oh my God, my level twenty. Can do it, bro. I honestly think it's my Chrome. I don't even think it's the recording as much as it is just Chrome slows all my shit down super hard. Can we record it? Can we do anything? I mean, if you have the means, just to have a, a backup, it would be nice if someone did that every session, to be honest. But if it's going to take minutes to set up, I would say don't worry about it. It's recording. We're good to go. I'm just going to deal with my slow-ass shit. You could use Edge. Edge is actually pretty... Uh, For roll 20? Yeah, it's pretty resource conscious compared to Chrome these days. How capturable is it slash hardware uh, accelerated is it? That's the real question because it's whether I can record. Oh, you're you're on a Mac too. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know how it would be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't that, take that back. Check my memory activity monitor here. We're not even close to using all my memory on gigs out of 16. My CPU is at 50% usage. Huh. Yeah, I had Chrome get wonky on me the other day. I just closed <laughs> it down and then it figured itself out. Force quit it. I mean, nothing's using significant CPU. I don't know. I'm just gonna deal. Happy that it's recording at all. Mostly. Cool, let's talk about um, party history now a little bit. Something we were chatting about. One thing I think would be good is to write like a bond for each person. You don't have to have one for every other party member, but just one other party member makes sense, I think. We kind of already figured some of those out. Um, I'll go over what that kind of is, but just like one or two sentences that describe why your character has a link with another character. And it can have some story implication, usually, which is good. Like, so-and-so saved my life in the face of a blah 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 monster. Those work really well. So, for instance, Julie already kind of has one for Luann. They're kind of two-way. But they work. Oh, you know what? Let me... Yes, this... Hey, that did it. It's just when I'm capturing the Chrome screen. It is really slow. Show this to players. Already typed in Julie's kind of. So Julie, the one you came up with was Luann offered Saja profitable work when uh, Saja overheard a handmaid uh, at Sage Wisdom scoffing at Saja's pleading uh, for an expensive mystery serum that she desperately wanted. Perfect. So those kind of things are really helpful. Just tie you guys together a little bit. Anybody have any ideas for a bond similar to that? Just like a couple sentences that could tie you into another character in a way that you owe them or are allied with them or want to travel with them because of something that happened. This would be probably before your little adventure that we were discussing. So remind me who everyone is. I, I I've read about it, but we have a lizard man. That's we right. have uh, I, I've I know a little bit about Luann. Benjamin. I don't know much about Benjamin. Benjamin is an illusionist from Hargrave University who was expelled due to his, his trickery. Okay. 
and then Saja, Saja, Saja is a barbarian from a Runewood tribe or like okay. desert nearby desert tribe kind of on the edge of the Runewood she was exiled for having a uh, kind of bad birthday yeah for having like a wild weather event slash bad omen hit on her like coming of age ceremony day her tribe's very anti-magic, so they associated her with magic because of that. Now she's fled to the city to find some answers. Okay, okay. Hmm. And Luann was a married into a noble family, but left her husband because he wanted to fuck around, and her family wanted her to stay because they gained a lot of power from the relationship. So instead she stole from him and ran is now somewhat of a criminal or a con woman or whatever you'd like to call it. Alright, alright, alright. Hmm. And just for everybody else, Tiha is a lizard folk from the south. He is revered as uh, one of the kind of holy people. There was something about his birth and his coloring, I think that made him um, special to them. And he's also sent on somewhat of a coming-of-age ceremony as a shaman and ended up in the city because of uh, a hardcore trip-slash-spirit journey. Yes. I think Benjamin might want to travel with Tiatama because uh, he might be genuinely interested in the Latsu, but he also thinks it makes him like mysterious and interesting to travel with uh, a lizard folk. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I still want like some juice, like a little drama for a bond, though. You know, like maybe something happened in the marketplace during uh, Tia Tama's acid trip. Yeah, it maybe there's some interaction between like him and Magslander and uh nice. yeah. yeah, I like that we already established that you like kind of went in a place you shouldn't. Maybe it was starting to escalate too just cuz you were not in your right mind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Magslander by the way being a gun-wielding Kingsguard member who hates non-humans. He hates Tiha after a misunderstanding in the castle markets where normal folk aren't really allowed to go or lowborn. But yeah, so maybe could... I like stepped in with an illusion, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And maybe some fast talking too. Yeah. I have terrible charisma, but we can go with fast talking. <laughs> well, maybe your maybe illusions. Your illusions sell your lies, not your charisma, you know. Uh oh. That's right. Rome has become unresponsive. Cool. Who has? Rome. Hold on, I'm just gonna... Oh, Rome. I've heard of it. Let me do something here. I'm just gonna take... I'm not gonna record any Chrome in OBS today. We don't really need to. Oops, well, that fucked it up real good.
you go to that speed things up? Yes, it did. Alright, so good bond to write for Benjamin. Or let's maybe write it for Tiha. I mean, again, they all go both ways, but I'm just going to kind of list them under certain characters. So for Tiha, um... Benjamin save Tiha Tama from... Falling into much more serious trouble with Magslander during his vision trip. Castle markets. What kind of illusion did you do to save him? Funny you say that. I was just looking at my spell. Um, I think I could have uh, done mirror image to make it appear like as, as if there were more of us, you know. I think that would be intimidating. I see. In itself, you know. They're scaring Magslander way. The mirror image spell. Can you cast that on others too? Uh, it only duplicates the sorcerer. Copy. Self. Oh, I dig that. I feel like we could have a good one where we connect, like, Benjamin to Alvaro, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking, like, I feel like... Alvaro probably, you know, has, like, is perpetually poor. Like, either, you know, is taken advantage of because of his goodwill, or, you know, something like that, so he's always, like trying to make money however he can sure. and it's, it's benjamin does benjamin have like is he kind of have money or is he kind of uh just a poor i guess ex-student um i think he would give the impression that he is from money but he'd actually just okay yeah that would be enough <laughs> i think maybe like hired as hired him on his muscle or something so that while he's walking around the city, doesn't get, you know, harassed. I like that. What if your bond was like... Um... It could, this could go for either of you. I mean, again, these are always two-way, but it could be like, uh... Benjamin hired me on as, uh, protection. He seems like a good man and a rich man, though he never seems to be able to pay me. <laughs> I'm still, thing. still... Yeah, I'm, I'm being paid on credit. <laughs> Does that sound like, yeah, a, I, I, like a Benjamin thing to do, Benjamin? Yeah, I think so. Um, Does Benjamin just like to have him around because he's also handsome? So he's like, ah, oh, I'm hanging out with this handsome guy. <laughs> I think I think Alvaro... The picture is like the closest thing I could get, but I think Alvaro, like, he's definitely a little older. I think he's definitely kind of like got like a beer belly like he's kind of let himself go a little bit but he definitely used to be handsome you know like he's like you, when you look at someone and you can tell like 10 years take away 10 years and he was a firebrand 
this guy was really popular in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, yeah, it's like I said, his dating app profile pic. <laughs> exactly. So maybe we'd I be like a trio, even like the three of us would be have been working, me and Tiha and Alvaro. I have an entourage. Yeah, I like that. And then just kind of connect you into the other two who are already meeting up. I think that it could be kind of what Becky had said in chat for between um, Benjamin and uh, Luann, where she was just like. As the entertainers. Yeah, like, you know, I'm looking for some... Maybe she, like, n even saw your mirror image spell kind of thing go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the marketplace. And kind of approached you at a, a tavern later and was like, Look, like, I, I know what you did back there wasn't real. But it looked very real. And those kinds of, you know, tricks could really help me make some money. And a scheme I've cooked up kind of deal. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Type this in. Makes sense too because Luann actually would be allowed in the castle markets, whereas none of the rest of you tr would. It's for highborn and goldborn only. We all have our burdens. <laughs> <laughs> What, I don't know if this would be up Luann's alley or the kind of thing she would do, but you tell me. Would it maybe even be like an offer he can't refuse kind of thing? It's like, you're going to come use those for me, or I'm going to turn you into the guard and let him know that you're just fucking with him, you know? Um, I think if she was going to do something like that, she would probably be... She would not be quite as direct about it. Sure. Like, just like something she's you keeping know, up her sleeve. More like... It would be in your best interest, you know, kind of thing at the most, but she's not necessarily going to, like, threaten a tournament. All right, cool. She's more, she thinks she's super manipulative, at least. Sure, so sure. whether it works or not, I don't know. <laughs> Though I'll say she made an offer to bring Benjamin along job along with his posse. Well, I want to write one more. I want to write one, like, specifically for Luann and another person as well. It maybe it's something that even happened on the adventure you're returning from. Maybe what if, uh, Luann, you picked up Benjamin's tab and paid Alvaro his first paycheck? 
<laughs> kind of deal, since he's been stringing him along for so long. Yeah. What is our adventure actually going to be? Are we going to go with that thing where we had the failed we'll, thing? We'll talk, what are we... we'll talk about that next. Let me type this last bond in and we'll, we'll go over that. I think, I think well, Alvaro and that... Luan... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just meant how that... That would be, be a lot of fodder for bonds to how that went down um, exactly, you know, the next part. like For sure. I think that will... On that will give like a second layer of bonds is the idea. The first layer is kind of like how you got to know each other enough to want to go on an adventure together in the first place, if that makes sense. Mm. And then we'll I just... think Alvaro and Luan definitely commiserated over their failed marriages. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that works. I think that they had a heart-to-heart at some point, maybe on the way there. Yeah, yeah. Just like Alvaro cries on her shoulder. <laughs> they know what it's like to be wronged by the one they thought. So how about this? Luann offered to pay Benjamin's overdue tab with Alvaro if he would stick with them their first job together. <laughs> you then learned they had something in common with their respective failed marriages. Cool, that's good. I think everybody's got kind of some bonds connecting them together. I put them all in the the party handout. Okay, now let's talk about that first adventure. I like the idea of the heist, but it is a little tricksy to get Alvaro involved on that as a first job. So maybe it should be something else. I don't know. It's really up to you guys. I think it could be easier to make it something else. Like, I was thinking the... It could even be, like, recovering a treasure from a tomb. Because I think that would be easy for them, y'all, to spin it to Alvaro, like... Especially Luann, like, oh, this is my family's, like, tomb. And it's actually a family heirloom that my, you know, my mother asked me to get it back or something of that nature. It doesn't have to be that exactly. That's just one idea. Yeah, I, I think... That sounds good to me. I, I'm yeah. not, I mean, yeah. That seems more I like believable. that idea, too. But it could actually be, like, your husband's family's tomb, and you know there's a bunch of shit in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, even if that's not what she necessarily says, like, she would probably make up some story about it being, you know, it was promised to her, but then, you know, whatever happened, and it ended up getting... I like, buried and... I like the idea that if you spin it as like right and wrong for Alvaro like I'm just taking what's rightfully mm -hmm. mine you know right and was never given to me like Alvaro could get on board with that pretty easily she also might try to say that it's like you know there's gonna be a, a need for 
whatever is down there, you know, that, like, that it might help them with some, I don't know. Uh, I guess we don't know what our next act is yet, so. No, not yet, but. Might be hard to say. Yeah, but okay. either, I mean, that's good. Well, we can talk about what you ran into in the tomb, because we're going to pick up with you on the way back. Does everybody like this tomb idea? Everybody cool with that? Like a tomb rating sort of deal? I love a tomb. Yeah. Cool. Oops. Yeah, I think that's good. First job. Raid the tombs. House. What was your husband's last name again? Dela Seps. Okay. So let's talk about what you encountered in the tomb. What kind of troubles did you run into as a party that you've already conquered together? You've you've won a battle, maybe narrowly or not so neatly, and maybe run into a few environmental issues as well on the way. But what could those things be? Was there, like, undead in the tomb? Did you run into, like, another group of more, like, bandit-like, like, actual tomb robbers? Was it just full of giant snakes? Were there elves hiding out in it? Uh, I think it would have been heavily booby-trapped. Definitely traps, um, so... Like, strangling vine, you know, or some, like, sort of poison nettle. Ooh, I like that. Like, flowers that release poison gas. Yeah, or, like, if you're loud, you know, they... Yeah, like hold you in place. The vines hold you in place and then right. really poison gas. <laughs> I'm going to say booby-trapped treasures, um, hostile vines and poisonous flowers, and then like an actual enemy that you had to battle. Again, it could be monsters seeking refuge or elf seeking refuge. It could be other bandits. It could just be like giant spiders. Uh, it could be undead, uh, like restless dead. A lot I of the idea of a monster like laying claim to the treasure that's in there. That's cool. Maybe a troll had like layered up in there or something. Mm-hmm. Something similar. Everybody like that's the idea of that? Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like your ex-husband would be like, oh, flowers that look beautiful but are actually poison. Huh, reminds me of someone. Oh, a troll <laughs> down here. I'm pretty sure it wasn't my ex-wife. <laughs> it's like having Rodney Dangerfield in the party. Well, maybe if there's a monster down there, maybe she, like, maybe Luann knew about that, and so she knew she could, like, blame that they could blame it on the monsters and that we could have a seamless getaway. Nice. I like that. Okay. So I put monster or whatever. You narrowly avoided booby trapped treasures. You cut through hostile vines and poisonous flowers. Maybe even with like some of Tiha's help there. I feel like the shamanism would 
help avoid or... He can suck out poison. Or, yeah, save people who got poisoned uh, by the flowers. Who got poisoned by the flowers? Very infected and poisoned stuff, too. I think Alvaro definitely tried smelling one. <laughs> he was like, oh, beauty even in a crypt down underground. This is truly, like, this is poet. This is poetry. <laughs> tried smelling one, got puffed. Nice, and then Saja and Tiha had to, like, save you from your poison. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Love that. Saved Alvaro. Tiha and... Just typing this up a little bit. Tiha and Saja. Saved Alvaro. From the poisonous flowers. And the party. So did you defeat the troll or did you trick him and escape? Like what was the deal with that? Or did you fail what and just that? end up running? I feel like Benjamin, would you have tried to fast talk again? Or trick him with an illusion, uh, maybe? Yeah, I have some, use some I illusions. Have... Yeah, I think I could do, um, like, I could have blinded him, and he could have, like, stumbled around, or, um, I could have, uh... Follow him into the vines or something, like, use the environment to mess him up. Mess him up, yep. We could, like, guide him into a, uh, you know, a trap. Since it's a booby trap, we could have guided him one of its own traps. Nice. You tricked him, maybe uh, Tia also slipped some bad berries into some food. Maybe a meal. I don't know. I like that. Party tricked a troll that had taken residence in the treasure as his own. Falling into a trap with the use of Benjamin's illusions. And some poison secretly administered by Tiha. Like, I feel like he ate these berries and they started, like, burning his throat. And he started, like, kind of freaking out and charging you guys. And then, like, in a, you know, last-ditch effort, as he's charging, you just, like, blind him. And he just... Runs right into the choking vines, kind of thing. Casual step out of the way. <laughs> so you narrowly avoided booby trap treasures, cut through hostile vines. Tiha and Saja saved Alvaro from the poisonous flowers, and the party. Hypo. The party tricked a troll that had taken residence and the treasure as his own into falling into the choking vines with the use of Benjamin's illusions and poison secretly. I would say that uh, Saja could tell what the poison was and Tia probably actually sucked it out or did whatever, like just the knowledge of like what that is, but like, oh, but I don't have any, I can't make anything to fix it. But this is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like the fighters in the party, too, like probably Luann and 
Saja also, once he was blinded, like, kind of beat him and swatted him into running in the right directions, you know? He's just, as he's flailing blindly. Yeah, not gonna miss a chance to at least one hit in. Cool, that's, that's a pretty neat little first job for you guys. I like that. Now let's talk about treasure gained. I feel like you didn't get much coinage or gold, because, again, you found out once you started trying to take it that it was all trapped. Um, not easily takeable, but the troll had one thing, like a relic or something, that I feel like you were able to, to get away from him. Let's roll, maybe? See what you were able to get here? Yeah. Let's see. Tables here. Treasures, items of value. Alright. I'm gonna let, I think, Luann roll since it was her job to organize. Roll a D100. Also, this is a good chance for you to kind of learn some of the Roll20 quirks. So, to roll... Yeah, you got it. Nice. 75. Dang, that's good. Expert table, that is a scroll or a map. Ooh. Roll again to see what kind of scroll or map. Nice. Ooh. Table scroll. Absolutely. I'm really interested in what this troll was up to. Me like a map. Yeah, I almost feel bad for him a little. I feel like he was like, I am very important. Trogo have ancient document. And he just like holds up a scroll that's like just crushed in his <laughs> fist. Troll sounds like scroll. <laughs> Cartography is <a> my passion. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine it was like Borat. Like he found like a throne, you know, and he's like, I have a chair. Do this, do that. I have a scroll. I am important. Very smart. Very smart. Let's check the scroll. He's like holding it upside down. <laughs> For all answers. We'll see what the scroll says. I feel like he kept pointing. My character's also illiterate, though. I feel like it's actually a map. I kind of like that better as a beginning treasure because it's got more story stuff kind of wrapped into it. I feel like he kept yeah, pointing. Yeah, totally agree. He, mm -hmm. he like, kept pointing to it on the wall and being like, Show reverence to big paper. Bow! <laughs> and that, like, allowed... Roger can't read. Th that allowed you to, like, slip him the berries into his berry dish kind of thing. 
All right, here we go. Scrolls and maps. We'll, we'll roll to see actually what it was. Uh, Becky, roll one more D100, please. Thirty-six. Ooh. Do a little math here. Seconds. It is is a treasure map. Level one, whatever that means. Do one magic item. What that magic item is, you'll have to use read magic. It's like written in ancient runes and in a code of some sort. So you probably don't do it in the dungeon, but that is a skill that uh, um, Benjamin has. It's pretty much unreadable to anyone else in the party. So are you going to let Benjamin take it? And like on the, the trip home, he can take some time to study it and read magic and tell you all what the scroll is for. Definitely. Very dangerous. Shouldn't be handled by any of the rest of you, certainly. As he, like, stuffs it into his inner cloak pocket. <clears throat> um, I, I, sorry to, uh, do this really quick, but, um, my girlfriend need is having like a really bad migraine and i'm gonna i need to go uh just step away for like 10 minutes I know. to go pick her up and bring her over here is that okay no worries dude yeah do what you gotta do we'll be here okay yeah yeah you guys keep going don't worry about me um cool. uh, it'll be at least at least like seven minutes max 10 i'll right, take your time in be safe yeah sorry sorry i'll be right back All right. thank you migraine people uh, right group to ask. I uh, say, so yeah, I have uh, plenty of sympathy slash empathy. Mm-hmm. Right, they I'm... are the worst. Oh, my God, they're so bad. I thought I was going to have one earlier. Thank God I didn't. You know, since I stopped smoking weed, my migraines have gotten a lot better. I will say that. Oh, that's really good. Not gone, but better. I have really bad TMJ. Like, my entire jaw dislocated when I was 19 and I had to wear a cast in my mouth and braces for like oh six years. God. So I think mine are TMJ related. I think a lot of mine are as well. I think what happens is for me, I already know that if I drink coffee, my TMJ is 10 times fucking worse. But if I smoke weed with it, then I go into like hyper coffee mode and I just clench my jaw into oblivion. Too much jaw. My TMJ is not that bad. Not like dislocated jaw. That's. I think you've told me about that before. Didn't your jaw like lock up all crazy, Julie? My mouth could only open to like twenty-two millimeters for like three years, and then I finally found someone who could. uh, They put braces on. Every time I would open it, it would pop out of place. So they put. They realigned my jaw, and then it would stay 
out so it wouldn't pop out of place, but only my front four teeth touched together. So then I had to go to a guy who gave me braces and they slowly reshaped my bottom jaw with braces over like three years so that I could close my mouth. But it gave me great cheekbones and um, that's the only good thing, I guess, because it still hurts (laughs) all the time. Yeah, you know, I probably need to do that. My under my multiple dentists have told me my underbite is like so insane that it's just like going to ruin me as an old man. My front four teeth don't touch at all because my bottom four so far jutted outward. Benjamin, I'm whispering you real quick. I think I'm going to make a drink. Okay. Make two. <laughs> might as well take the moment. Yeah, why don't we all take a five while I'm whispering Benjamin? I might go grab a glass of wine. Since everybody else is drinking, I guess I'll get fucking shit faced too. Same. <laughs> I'm, right, uh, right I'm gonna whisper you, Charlie. Okay. Real quick. Go ahead. We shall do it again. I'll be right back, y'all. I'll answer your whisper real quick. Good timing, we just took a little break. My shit is going so slow. That's barely hanging on. things and trying to record at the same time.
Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Thank you for waiting. Hello? Yo. Hello, hello. 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 I'm here. Made a little round of old fashions. Quite tasty. We're getting shit faced. You should <laughs> let that old wiener dog in, Andy. He needs his bed. He's farting a lot. <laughs> He's sitting right by my desk in his bed, just farting his ass off. He's in here. Why does Becky sound like Andy? What's going on here? Oh, he came in my office to <laughs> grab the dog. <laughs> Made the long journey over to her office.
you be back in Carlinville for uh, Christmas, Scott? No, I was actually down there for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, it was an interesting weekend. Um, I was on call, so I like tried to see family when I when I could. Um, and uh, yeah, for Christmas I'm going up north, up to basically on the edge, the northern edge of Wisconsin. So, uh, so okay, I've driven through there. The the west or east? Uh, it's pretty much like I guess it'd be like a little to the west, but mostly like right in kind of the middle of the state but uh, it's Iron County the Ironwoods nice I uh I fished near Viroqua for uh I don't know like a week nice it's it's beautiful up there fishing biking like you know, it, snowmobiling. They got a ton of trails, ton of bike trails. It's just it's beautiful up there, pretty much all year round. Yeah, we had a great time. We were in the Driftless area, which is like there was no glaciers. Uh, that, that's why I call it Driftless. There's no glacial drift, so the mm-hmm. it's very different up there in terms of the topography. It was really a neat. Uh, it was a neat week. Is it just a lot like, of fish. I caught, like hillier, Andy. It's like rolling hills, but also uh, the springs that we, um, there's some down here, but the, the springs, a lot of those were covered up by the uh, the glaciers or whatever. Right. So like pushing all that sediment, like just, just destroyed them, you know? So, so there's tons, like crisscrossing little streams of trout in them every single place you go in Wisconsin. It's really oh, that's cool. That's why, like, Missouri and the southernmost tip of Illinois are more hilly, right? Because there was, like, actually a sea there. The glaciers drifted into a big pool of water, essentially, when they got that far. Melted, so they didn't fuck up the topography below a certain area. Yeah, southern Illinois is pretty cool. Yeah, As far as, like, nature. It's beautiful. And they're, like Andy said, there's, like... Kind of once you get back into Missouri and the southernmost tip of Illinois, you start finding a lot more like natural springs and spring-fed creeks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All right, well we're all back. Let's get back to playing. You got my messages, right, Andy? Oh, I got them. I took them to heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for for doing that all of a sudden, but I really appreciate. Uh, oh, no worries. No worries, man. That. Oh. Multiple, real life comes first. Multiple of uh, yeah, truly, real life always does come first. But also, multiple of us are migraine sufferers, so we understand. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one of those like pinhole ones too. Oh, that's so. it, dude. I go fully blind; like I can't see anything. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a yeah, yeah. Lose so. my peripheral vision. My hand starts tingling. Goes mm, numb. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm back. I'm here. I'm here for the remainder of the night. So. Well, I hope she feels better. <laughs> hope she's like laying down, drinking water. Yeah, she's in the bath right now. <laughs> oh, that's the way to go. Nice. She doesn't have a she doesn't have a bathtub at her house. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, this is a good place to actually kind of like finally pick up our first session. I think. Um, we find you 
in a camp. Let's talk about where you went real fast on the big map. Put you back. This guy. Somewhere to the west, uh, or maybe even the northwest, where this tomb was. I could see it, or there's a few options. I could see it being in, um, let me get my ruler. In these hills, like northwest of Elmard, like where this river originates. Can you guys see my ruler? 72 miles. Right. So I'm thinking either here, it could be like straight west, like, uh out in these plains, or it could be in this, like, palm grove along the coast. But the other cool place it could be is actually out on one of these islands. Could have commissioned a boat kind of thing and hit up either the island just off the coast of Elmard or this other one off the coast of Arkport. I do like the idea of an island dungeon. Yeah, kind of fun. Especially, like, rich people taking over these islands off of the, like, the royal coast for their own tombs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Very elitist of them. Right. And it also gives you, like, some good natural protection from people like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and trolls. Awesome. Let's say let's say it's this island off the right off the tip of Elmard. Let's call it Tomb Tomb Isle, or maybe what's another good word for tomb? That's... Mausoleum. Oh, I like that. The Mausoleum Isles. Or or how yeah, about maybe maybe like historically, like this is where like old emperors have been buried, and there's like a whole like lineage or something. Yeah. Let's actually let's call them the Island Crypts. I like that. Ooh. Crypt the Crypt Isles, either way. Um, cool. The so, Undercrofts. <laughs> ooh, the Island Crofts. I like Island Crypts. It's simple, descriptive enough. So we'll pick up with the party. Oh, one more thing before we jump actually into gameplay I want to talk about. I haven't, I'm going to write up a new handout for it, but we are going to do goals based XP the way I normally like if everyone still is down for that. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I like that. We'll stick to it a little more than we did in our last Stars Without Number campaign. Usually in these D&D campaigns, I'm a little better at sticking to them. Um, we're not going to write goals quite yet. We're going to let you get into play a little bit, and then we'll write some goals. And I'm also going to change the values to match old-school D&D. So each goal will be between, like, 250 and 750. Kind of depending on what the goal is. 500 being like the normal goal amount. I love that because sometimes it feels like you have the same goal for a long time and you finally achieve it and it's just worth one, you know? <laughs> yeah, we were doing like one to three uh, in our last yeah, there's a, campaign. There's a little bit of flexibility there. But yeah. it does feel a little more rewarding to like be able to get up to like a thousand XP on a huge goal, right? Or like if it's. Instead of giving a half XP for a little goal, like, you just get 200 XP, right? That feels a little more... Yeah, easier to game the leveling, too. Like, oh, I don't need much. I'll make an easy, achievable goal, and I'll get my 200 in my level. Right, exactly. And it allows me to, like, 
make up an arbitrary bullshit scale. I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds like it was worth four twenty-five. <laughs> you know, um, cool. So I'll try and do a write-up on kind of what the uh, it'll be the same write-up we already have, but just with the new values kind of in place. And um, you'll go off of the XP levels that your class says. Your class should have like a table that tells you how much you need for your next level, kind of thing. Because each class is a little different. Cool. So we'll get into making goals a little later. The first session, it's usually not as important. Um, or like halfway through, we'll talk about them. Um, Alright, so we find you hiking back across the island crypts. Um, this very tropical island. I feel like it's thick with jungle and ancient sandstone structures. Um, you know, the entrances to numerous... Uh, Goldborn and Highborn crypts. Probably mostly Highborn, like Nobility's crypts. And many of them are so ancient that, you know, the entrances have caved in, or the shifting of the land over time uh, has revealed huge chunks of them above ground. Or they've, yeah, just kind of collapsed in on themselves. But some of them are still open. It's even in use, but although rarely visited. And, uh, I think it's probably getting close to evening time. It's a really nice, beautiful, tropical day. Maybe a little hot and sweaty, but not too terrible. And it's probably getting around time where you break camp. So, which one of you goes about finding the party a place to camp on this island? Well, it seems like Luann would probably be a little bit familiar. So maybe she would have a good idea. But I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, you can roll a, uh, an ability check. We'll, we'll use that to gauge the quality of camp you're able to find. So you're going to roll, I'm going to say probably Wisdom. And to do that, you actually just click on where it says Wiz on your character sheet under Ability Scores. It's like a little button. It might, uh, it might give you a pop-up asking for modifiers. You just hit OK, no modifiers or anything. Oh, okay. All right. Fail. Yeah. Um, I feel like it might just be the kind of inhospitable nature of this island. It's very cliffy and jungly. And most of the tombs on the way back are collapsed in, so there's no real entrances you can kind of duck down in. It's just mostly rubble, cliffs, and thick brush and vine. Um, and let's say not only that, maybe a bit of a tropical storm kind of blows in, so it's raining pretty heavily. You're not able to find something that great to kind of shield you from the rain. You guys basically just put your backs against a cliff that blocks the slightest amount of rain, but leaves you pretty open to the rest of the island around you. It's not even a big cliff. I'm going to say like a six-foot-tall cliff, like easily scalable, so it's not providing you much protection from above either. You're fairly exposed. You can either camp 
or keep pushing through the night. They're making that decision. Uh, Tia Tama has gotten out a bunch of like uh, random herbs and essences um, to start performing his daily ritual as the sun uh, is going down standing out in the rain yeah you just can see the faintest glimmer of you know sunset um, above the the land to the west Um, you know it's barely peeking out through the storm clouds what's that look like like what do you do so there's lots of like banging around and holding up a uh, he's holding up like a carved uh, stone towards the sunset um, that has like a bunch of like red and yellow inlaid gemstones and so he's like basically hopping around saying a bunch of uh, uh, words in the the Latsu's native language um uh, yeah. I like to I imagine that... this Scott, like when he does this hopping and like kind of dance like thing. It's like a little herky jerky. You know when like lizards like lift one leg up and like bob No, exactly. Bob that's, their that's heads. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like desert lizards will like in order to keep their body cool, it's like that where he's just like very quickly, yeah, jerking up like one leg and one arm and then the other leg and arm. I think that this is like Saja doesn't say anything. Like it's not like, noticeable necessarily like she's trying to be noticed but I think like this oncoming storm and then this like you making a scene she's just kind of like huddled in the corner and just like very s- holding onto the ground below her like, ne- like squatted down on the ground like with her knees up but like her hands are like firmly planted on the ground like like almost like she's holding the ground together underneath her or, like holding it down she just wants to be attached to the ground and make sure it stays where it's at and she's like not interested at all in participating in what's going on over there and is ready for it to stop. Oh, don't worry, Saja. He does this every night. (laughs) Oh, I'm not worried. Nobody said I was worried. Oh, I just took you hunched and, uh, you know, taking cover over there as a sign of distress, but that's a, a regional thing, I'm sure. Yeah, it's fucking rain. So it is. I didn't. I didn't mean to think by it. I can't hear you. <laughs> Can you really not hear me? No. Oh, oh I, did, I, I didn't mean to think by it. Just uh, you know, don't worry about him. He's uh, not he likes taken. It. She's self-conscious about this, like, not rude. She's just like, oh, shit, like, I have no poker face. <laughs> um, I think around this time, some, you know, thunder crashes loudly. The storm's only getting worse. Like, Luann is, like, kind of poking around along the rocks and the cliff, trying to get out of the rain, but just, like, can't find a good spot to sit where you're not just all getting soaked. You could try and push onto your boat. Like I said, it's like another four-hour hike, though. It would be pretty rough in the rain. Yeah, I, I don't think we should. 
push on. Because even if we do get back, like we won't be able to sail. Good point. There's no crypts around here, like for something underground. No, no. Luan worked very hard to find us this uh, wall. And uh, I think we should reward that hard work by sleeping next to it. <laughs> We're covered on at least one side. I mean, I don't see anything any better, but if you guys have any ideas. No. <laughs> I think Wall is lovely. Well done, Luann. I do have iron spikes if anyone has a cloth. Wall it is. I do not. Yeah, I do not have the cloth. So, yeah, you all huddle just kind of in a row, you know, crouched back to the wall, trying to get out of the rain as best as, po as possible, and, uh, you know, picking at your meager rations. Everyone should uh, expend a ration from their pack on their sheet. And is anyone... Go ahead. I was just going to ask if anyone was planning on keeping a watch, or you, you all just... trying to doze off when you can, since it's so nasty? Uh, can someone spare Alvaro a ration? <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I have three gold left over, but I didn't put any rations on my character sheet. How much do rations cost? I think it's like one gold for iron rations. Or no, it's one gold for normal rations. I you think. can just expend a gold I think retroactively. It's like seven days for ten, or for five, I mean. Oh, for five? Oh, that's why, then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can someone... Or is it ten? Uh, yeah, you can have one of mine. Someone Depends yeah, on if it's iron or normal. Oh, okay. I so the, the normal. Var sees everyone else eating and kind of like <laughs> solemnly, you know, tilts his head down, looks down, kind of... Try not, tries not to draw any attention to himself, you know, doesn't want to be seen as like... Doesn't want to be pitied. I assume... Who, who, who's, who, who said they'd help? <laughs> Look, everyone. Alvaro's not eating. Alvaro, don't you have any food? Uh, no. No. Oh, uh, no. I have lots. Alvaro's, like, shifting uncomfortably. Just, like, does not, like, taking handouts. And he's, he kind of mumbles a thank you when he takes it. <laughs> but he is, he is... His mood has been dampened. <laughs> Nice. He hands you just like a big crusty chunk of bread. It's just going <laughs> to be soaked by the rain. Yeah, it's just like... I feel better about Benjamin calling someone else out, too. She's like, okay, cool. <laughs> He's just like looking down at the ground, just kind of like very quiet, gnawing on his piece of bread. <laughs> I would kind of lean over and whisper to Lu Luann, or who who's next to me? I don't know. Luann. 
I think Alvaro is ashamed of his poverty. <laughs> <laughs> she would whisper back. Well, wouldn't you be? Oh, certainly. Sad. But I was the bigger person. Well, I think we can help turn his life around. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I think so, too. I think he had inside that poor person there's a rich person somewhere <laughs> we can only help Alvaro just like can't hear where the sound of the rain just like looks so sad so pitiable he's like the Charlie Brown walking home you know yeah like he's like this big kind of portly kind of guy you know he's kind of like like he's he's kind of fat but he's still strong he's got like muscle underneath it and he's just kind of just like sitting there. <laughs> I can just imagine him hunched, like looking mm-hmm. forlornly out over the jungle, just like yeah. eating little <laughs> bits of like wet bread. Yeah, can't can't really swallow his pride. Meanwhile, like Tiha is just out in the rain, like jerking and like holding this stone up over and <laughs> yeah, over. I'm yelling at the sunset right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, yeah, the sun eventually sets. T, how you finish your rituals and are able to replenish your spells and everything. And uh... Saja offers to keep watch. She's like, I'll keep watch. I'll keep watch as, uh, as long as you need it. Everyone just get some sleep. I'll just uh, stay here and I'll let you know. I'll, I'll say a word or make some noise if, if I need you. Good night. T, sleep now. The world wakes tomorrow. And then he goes to bed. Nice. So, yeah, you all curl up amongst the rock, and Saja stays up watching out over the jungle around you, and every once in a while, Saja, you stand up and peek up over the, the edge of this little six-foot cliff that you all have your backs to. Look at the jungle behind you as well. Um, and, you know, hours pass. It's uncomfortable. No one's sleeping well. Like, everyone's tossing and turning and waking up and wringing out their, you know, their bedroll and whatever and going back to sleep. But at some point when they kind of... The rain dies down a little. It's not like tropical storm anymore. It's just drizzle and the occasional thunder crash. And everyone kind of finally hits a, a deep sleep. And you're the last one, Saja. Um, why don't you roll a wisdom save? Wisdom check, rather. You look at your skills as well. Oh, um, okay, cool. Yeah. You have hide and undergrowth. I'm assuming you're probably using that. Yes, I do. Well, but go ahead and roll that wisdom. No modifiers. The storm seemed to take a toll on her. Yeah, you don't notice anything throughout the night, and eventually you fade out into sleep, too, around morning when the rain finally dies. But nothing bad happens. You all wake the next day, and the rain has passed. It's a sunny morning. Birds are chirping. It's just one of those, you know, subtropical storms. They come and go in just a few hours. 